every single salesperson that I know that I've talked to has had a moment where they want to quit and they want to give up. That may be you today. That may be you in the future. So what do you need to hear? What do you need to know? What steps will you take to keep going when things get tough and when you face struggle and adversity? Check out this episode and you'll find out. Every single message you deliver is really a sales call. Either you are selling or being sold. Salespeople love to brag about their skills. And the truth is, your success in closing sales depends on your skills, your abilities, and finding the right training. And the great news is, you have come to the right place here at the How to Sell Show with your hosts, Dale Bell and Scott Sylvanbell. And be sure to join the party at howtosell.live and download your copy of The 10 Common Mistakes Salespeople Make. Aloha from the North Shore of Oahu today. Today's a fantastic day. I'm coming to you live from Holly Eva Ali'i Beach Park in the mobile beach on studios. I'm, I'm literally 30 feet from the water. So uh, giant green sea turtles are eating breakfast in front of me. I'm sitting underneath a tree. So you may hear some waves. It is wintertime here in Oahu. And uh, you may hear the ocean and a little bit of a breeze. I tend to pause the microphone when uh, helicopters fly by or when tourists come by to come look at the turtles. But as of right now, I am literally the only person within 400 yards either direction. Fantastic. Today's episode, episode number 198, how to keep going in sales when you want to give up. And I I want to let you know from the very beginning, we all, we all go through this. Uh, Some of it happens for us more often than others. And I'm going to be 100% transparent and vulnerable with you today. I hope that's okay. (laughs) If it's not. It's what I'm going to talk about anyway. <laughs> and I'm laughing because, like, you know, uh, I'm the one with the microphone, so I get to talk about whatever I want. And, and my mom has this saying, it's the Popeye moment. I've had all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. And there are things that we go through in life. We go through challenges. We go through problems. We go through issues. We go through struggles. Whatever word that you want to use to refer to these problems that we face. And our business life affects our personal life. Our personal life affects our business life and you know there's a reason why I bring this up is it's been a fight for me to want to put up episodes lately of the how to sell show I'm like two episodes away from 200 but like there's been things going on in my life where I'm like "Mm, this is just taking a lot of time and attention this is taking up a lot for me now if, if you don't know this creating content ideas can be easy but execution may take a little bit more time and effort And so a 30-minute episode for me is about an hour and a half of work. And so I like to really sit down and and write out show notes and work off of uh, a structure so that I remember where I'm going and what I'm going to talk about and what I'm going to do. So it takes me about an hour and a half of episode. And I've been on this big push to be at 200 episodes by the end of the year. And I was on a good clip, you know, midsummer to to do it. And then I fell off for a little bit because I was busy. I had things going on in life. And I had to stru- structure priorities. And so to get to 200 has been a fight. And I'm like, I'm literally three episodes away as it is right now. Okay. And, and like, I've got a bunch of show notes lined out that I put on the airplane flying out here that I've been working on for the past couple of days. But there are things in life that we all want to quit on. And it's not just sales. This is why I'm bringing this up. It's not just sales that we want to give up on. I mean, there's events in life that happen. And so... Sometimes, personally, I have to find the reason to fight. I've got to find my reason why. 
And and I encourage you to find your reason why. For me, sometimes it's just bragging rights. You know, the the average podcast out there has nine episodes. Nine. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And I think about that. I'm like, mm, you know what? I've got 21 times more than the average podcast. 21 or 22 times more than the average podcast. And so sometimes that's my reason. Like, mm, I can keep going. I can hit 200. I can hit 200 by the end of this year. I, I can hit 300 next year. I can hit 400 the year after that. I can keep coming up with content. I keep coming up with ideas. And, you know, here's the thing. In, in your life, in my life, uh, there are things that can cause us the reason why to uh, quit. As I mentioned, it could be the events, the struggles, the personal issues, you know, something somebody says to you. It could be your boss. It could be a friend, a family member, the government, jerk neighbors. <laughs> you know, in, in copywriting, um, this copywriter named Kevin Rogers always likes to refer to the people that, that you struggle with sometimes as the jerk neighbor. And so I think it's funny. I add that into a lot of episodes. So, like, this is where it came from for me. So, like, if you ever heard me say, like, jerk neighbors, you're like, where is that coming from? Huh? Kevin Rogers and maybe even John Carlton. But it, it is those things in life that want to cause us to quit. There's tons of external issues. I mean, I could literally list out 20, 30, 40. But just know we, we all, we all have events in life. And, and at the end of the day, it may feel like, like I'm under so much pressure. I, I just have so much going on. I've got so many pokes in the fire. I've got so many burdens on my back right now. And nobody... Nobody can understand or see the issues that I face. Just, it's not possible. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, my own unique person. And I'm the only one who's ever gone through this. I'm the only one that's ever going to go through this. And I feel like I've either lost it all or I'm losing it all. I feel like I'm out of control. And so, like, there is feelings of control that we all have, that we all like, that we all want to know things are going on. Man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you my personal story. I, I tease and I laugh about this. In the early 2000s, when I first started in sales, I was in the insurance business. And this was a very painful part of my life because it totally bruised my ego. It hurt my pride. Uh, I went and worked for a big insurance agency. And so the way that insurance agencies work is they bring you on. You you have a list of two. This is the way it worked in the 2000s, in the early 2000s. You have a list of uh, 200 people that you're going to contact. And you're going to contact 10, three, 10 people. Three people are going to answer the phone. And you're going to net one appointment. So if you have a list of 200 people, by, that, by those numbers, you're going to come up with 20 contracts. You're going to have 20 things to sell. Except for, hi, my name is Scott Sylvan Bell. And in the early 2000s, I sucked at sales and I closed one deal. And I literally lost everything. And when I say lost everything, I mean, <laughs> I lost everything. And so I had to go back to a, a job. I had to get two part-time jobs to cover the losses that I had because I, I couldn't pay my bills. Like, I didn't have money for food. So one of the jobs that I had, I was working at a pizza restaurant. And they had this thing where they had a, a lunchtime buffet. And at the end of the lunchtime buffet, if the, all the pizzas weren't eaten, they would throw them away. And uh, I found a way to become the beneficiary <laughs> of, of pizzas. I became the... I found the way to always uh, have something to eat because um, mysteriously there was always an extra pizza made at the end of the day and it just happened to be the one that I wanted and uh, there, there would be times where people would eat it all but you know there'd be times where people didn't want to have pepperoni pineapple and garlic and so I was the direct beneficiary of not having or, or having that if nobody ate everything and Working three jobs right after graduating from college and feeling like, hey, like I could take on the world and the, the world knocked me down and put me down for the count, I, I went through a lot emotionally. 
Uh, I felt lost and alone. I felt embarrassed. I felt worthless. I, I really had, you know, self-esteem issues. I really had problems that it created. And, you know, it's easy to talk about now. It was tough to talk about when I was going through it because I didn't, I didn't know how to express it. I was in my early 20s. I didn't know how to, like, hey, who can I have a conversation about that I feel lost, alone, embarrassed, worthless, and that, like, my self-esteem is bruised and I've got issues going on right now. School doesn't prepare you for that. Life doesn't prepare you for that. I come from a family of successful entrepreneurs. I mean, I felt, I felt like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to get judged. And the reason I bring this up in the beginning of this episode is, is I want you to know and I want you to understand that 100%, whatever you're going through, whatever's going on in your life, you're a valuable person. You're valid. You do matter. You are important. Keep going. And so one of the coolest things that you can do is you can learn how to borrow confidence from other people. So if somebody believes in you, just take that for what it's worth. Like, you know what? At the end of the day, I may be struggling, but somebody else believes in me. Lean on people. Society has this belief of rugged individualism, that we can go at it all alone, that we can be self-made. And you know what? That is 100% accurate. It's 100% true. But as you learn in life, one of the things that you find is, like, that's the hard way of doing it. And if you've done this, 100% I applaud you. No way am I tearing you down, and no way am I knocking you for it. I wish I would have figured this out earlier. I wish I would have figured out that there's power in leaning on other people when it's appropriate. Not being needy, not making other people do the work, but when you struggle, finding somebody to talk to. When you struggle, find reasons to keep going. When you struggle, borrow the confidence of other people. And so, like, for me, uh, every episode that I hit on a podcast of 100 and every video that I do on YouTube that's 100, I make it a big deal because... You know, I, I want I want it to be an episode where it's something cool that I explain something that I've gone through, a struggle that I faced, a problem that I've had, issues that I've come across, and I I, I do this for a reason. I, I do this to remind me of, of where I have been and where I've gotten to. You know, what, what's the gap, as Dan Sullivan refers to it as? What what is it that you've seen and become over that time? What have I done in the last twenty years? Oh my goodness. The, the amount of books that I've read, the amount of content that I've consumed, the amount of deals that I've closed, the amount of people that I've helped doesn't really compare to, to what I see is when I started out at zero. What I see is when I when I felt like I feel like I lost everything. And the reason I bring this up is I can share with you how to get through this, but I can also share with you that I've been through problems and struggles as a way for you to go, you know what, if Scott can do it, I can do it. Somebody who grew up with a speech impediment, somebody who got made fun of horribly for for the way that I talked, uh, for, for me being overweight, for the struggles that I faced. And I look at those things as in, in my life when I was going through them, I looked at them as a challenge. But now I look at them like, you know what? These are reasons for me to keep going. People told me to be quiet my whole life. You can't take the microphone away from me. You can't take the YouTube channel away from me. I mean, it, at the end of the day, all this stuff can be deleted. It could. It could happen. But at the end of the day, I put in the work. I put in the effort. And I've overcome a lot of odds. And so, like, you, you there's a point in your life where you're like, you know, like, here's the thing. I, I just want to give up. I don't want to do sales anymore. It's a big struggle. I'm facing a lot. I'm in over my head. I've got problems. And like, I'm going to refer this back. Keep going. You got this. There's people in your life that care. There's people in your life that believe in you that matter. We may have never met. I believe in you. I think you matter. I, I know you matter. Sometimes when I do an episode, it's a way for me to to explain what I've been through and a way to put it into to context. And sometimes it comes down that I do a lot of studying. I'm like, how can I explain this so that people see like, this is normal 
This is 100% normal for you to go through this. It's 100% normal to have doubts. It's 100% normal to have fears. It's normal. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to share with you what's worked for me. And this this isn't preaching. Please, 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 please. It's not preaching. It's um, I'm fortunate to to get to talk to salespeople, top entrepreneurs, top psychologists, and therapists, and ask them questions. And you know. Since the early 2000s, I've been on a quest to be better at what I do and share with others what I've seen. And then here's the thing for you. You've got to be willing to ask the tough questions. Ask yourself about events in life. Be willing to be vulnerable with the right people. Now, if there was ever a highlighter that I can give you, being vulnerable with people and the right people is super important. Uh, I, I can give you an example where I was vulnerable with the wrong people and... Um, these people ended up using it against me and they used it for evil and so look it was a mistake I, I would if I had to live through it again I would but I'm just gonna give you the shortcut that pay attention to the people that you're vulnerable with because it really does matter there are some people out there that that want to see you get torn down they want to see you fail and just know that sometimes they go after you when you seem like you're struggling so these are things that I've talked to people with like Dr. Fern Caslow, Bob Beverly, Kevin Hogan, and they all have a, a slightly different version. They all have a different way of explaining it, okay? So when I talked to Dr. Caslow, she said, look, most high performers bury their things that they're going through, and that's kind of their fuel that they use to keep going. Now, this may be you. This may be the way that you deal with it. I, I'm, I'm not telling you that this has got to be the way that you do it. She also told me, though, that you got to live through the experiences, that we have a tendency to want to speed up what we go through, that we want to, you know, squash decades into days. And, you know, you could probably do that with business, but not necessarily with feelings and emotions and problems that we face, you know. And there are some people that have trauma that need to talk this out multiple times. So for the, for the trauma that I've had in my life, for the events that I've faced, there are things that, like, there's times where I go backwards and people are like, oh my goodness, Scott, you're talking about it again. So now, if I if I find myself talking about a, a subject multiple times, I start asking myself why I have trauma in it. At some point, when you bury the ideas, the content will catch up to you. Whatever is going on will eventually catch up to you. It's like luggage. So I took this from Bob Beverly. Bob Beverly said, be gentle on yourself and find something to work towards. I was like, oh, that's, that's valuable for me. And then... Uh, Kevin Hogan roughly translated says put in the work and complain later so like if you if you take a look at these three pieces of, of advice Dr. K says performers high performers bury things okay I get that uh, Bob Beverly says be gentle on yourself and find something to work towards which roughly translated when you take uh, what Kevin Hogan says he says put in the work and complain later now you take from this what you want okay I, I can't once again I can't tell you which direction you have to believe you know, take take what you need from it. Like if, if this was a buffet of ideas, take take what you want. Take the sushi, take the steak, take the dessert. Take from this what helps you. Now, if there was ever books to read, I'm going to give you three of them, okay? And one of them is a really cool book called The Alter Ego Effect, and it was written by Todd Herman. And if you go through that book, um, you'll find that Todd expresses from working with high performers that all high performers have this thing in their life that they look towards. And uh, there was a football player that strapped uh, football cards to, to his safety gear. And that was his way of, of saying, you can't hurt me, because those were his idols. Those were the people that he believed in. 
um, it was some professionals wear a certain article of clothing. I, you know, in my body language videos, if you go back, I call these superhero articles. Like, you put me in a suit and tie, I'm in. I'm in the game. What do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to do? Um, you want me to speak in front of a camera? Put me in an Aloha shirt, right? Those, those are all my superhero articles. If, if you really want to go back a couple of years, what a really cool book is, it's got some deep meaning, is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Like that's, I'm going to tell you, that's a, that's a deep book to go through. It's a very interesting book to read about how people deal with their problems and their struggles. And then last on this list is Norman Cousins, The Anatomy of an Illness. And like this has absolutely nothing to do with sales. It has nothing to do with business. It has everything to do with like sometimes the reasons why he believed that people got sick or are sick. And I know that like on this list, that last book may be a little bit controversial, but I mean, I, I try to find different industries, different services, different products to take content from to help salespeople. So if it helps you, fantastic. If you read it and you're like a chapter into it and you're like, mm, don't care for it, give it to somebody who you, you may think uh, finds it interesting. Uh, I have this, this note written on my wall. And uh, I think about this a lot when I have my own, my own personal struggles. And I may have mentioned this in a podcast previous. And if I haven't, uh, I think that I did. Uh, success is 20% skill and 80% psychological. And it comes from Tony Robbins. And so, like, when I'm struggling, I start thinking, like, um, what are those things that are causing me to struggle? What, what is the framework in my mind that I'm thinking through? What are those things that I'm going through that's causing me to talk to myself in the way that I'm talking to myself? And what should I be saying? Like, you know, uh, I, I come out here to the beach quite frequently out here on Oahu, and I'll record positive statements to myself. Scott, you got this. Keep going. People love you. You're valuable. And as silly as it may sound, and as much as somebody may make fun of me, and I don't care, that when I'm struggling sometimes, the, the sound of the ocean calms me down. And then the memory of me sitting on the beach talking to myself, you got this. Keep going. You know, people believe in you. People love in, People love you. And gosh darn it, people like me. Um, it's it, it helps me. And you may you may find that that helps you. It may sound completely silly. It may sound wacky. You may go, hey, Scott, that's completely wackadoodle. I'm cool with it. Make fun of me. <laughs> Say whatever you want. Or borrow it and go, hey, that sounds freaking cool. I'm going to do it too. I'm going to find a way to talk myself into to getting up in the morning when I'm struggling. You know, I may have to create my own awesomeness swipe file. So, like, here's the thing. You, you have your mental game. And I, I look at, like, especially sales. Sales, like, if there was ever a sport to compare it to, it would be golf. Like, if, if you ever wanted to go, like, what, what industry is closest to sales? Sales mentally is like golf. And you may laugh at that a little bit because, you know what? Golf is mental. Sales is a contact sport. Sometimes you get beat up. Sometimes you get roughed up by the passer. Sometimes uh, you, you, get, you have all sorts of problems and issues. And here's a little bit of background for your own personal validation. We all, in capital letters and underlined, we all hit a wall. We do. Uh, we all have doubts. We all have fears. Uh, there are things that happen to us because of ourselves. We cause our own problems. There's things that happen to us because of their out-of-control reasons. They make no sense. They, they, they have, like, they had nothing to do with us. Like, in early 2020, in March... Nobody was prepared for, for the outbreak of COVID. Nobody was prepared for that. So, like, that crushed businesses. That's out of your control. And there's a point where everything can get to you. There's a point where all struggles can get to you. 
It could be a small little bit in the back of your head, or it could be a huge one. And at the end of the day, it's possible to be overwhelmed, scared, worried, upset, angry, stressed out. But here's the thing. It's what you decide to do with this information that matters. It's what you decide to do how to process it. Because here's, I, I have talked to multiple salespeople who have been on the fence that are like, you know what, Scott, I want to quit. I want to give up. I want to go back to my nine to five job. I want to get paid hourly. I want to get paid a salary. I, I, I don't want to go through this anymore. I don't want to have to deal with it. How do I keep going in sales when I want to give up? And what it really comes down to is you have to look internally and you have to look to yourself and figure out like, what are the things that you want? What are the things that you want to achieve? And the bigger your goals are, the bigger your problems. I don't know how many times I've heard that in multiple different ways. So I'm, I'm going to tell you that I've heard it from multiple people. I've heard it from multiple sources. But here's the thing. You don't, you don't have to go at this alone. You do have people in your life to turn to. And you know what? Here's the thing. There's, there's always going to be people in your life that don't support you. There's always going to be people in your life that do family members, friends, coworkers, social media friends. It's going to go both directions. I just have this belief that where there's people in your life that love you, there's people in your life that dislike you. And the more things that you achieve, the better it is for you to find out who really should be in your life and shouldn't be in your life. There's people that I've allowed in my life that shouldn't be in my life. And I've had to ask them to exit and leave. And it's probably going to happen again. I'm just more aware of it. I'm not so susceptible to it as, as I used to be. And you know, there's people in your life that beat you down, ownership, management, bosses, co-workers. Like, you're not their friend. They're not your friend. And, and the sooner that you realize that sometimes they're beating you down out of their own fears, out of their own in, invalidation of what they have going on in your life. And the reason I bring this up is you may need to get new tools. You're like, you know, like when your car breaks, sometimes you need different socket sets to get to different parts and pieces. Sometimes you need specialty tools. And so like sometimes when you're broken and you've got issues, you need to get new tools. You need different help and different support, better support. I'm a huge fan of movies. And there was a movie that came out in the mid nineties with Steve Martin called Sergeant Bilko. And there's a point where a guy is talking about, Hey, my girlfriend broke up with me. And one of the actors comes in and says, we'll get you a better girlfriend. Well, you know, I, I use this belief sometimes when I'm going through struggles that sometimes I just need to get better friends. I need to get better acquaintances. Uh, I f need to find better clients. I need to use better marketing. And I just, it, I use it as a way to laugh. I use it as a way to get back in the game. Like, put me back in the game, coach. I want to play. So this comes down to, like, you may need to get new tools. And these may be the things that you, you tell yourself. And... Your fears and your problems can be multiplied by those who are around you. Keep going. You got this. When you feel like you're at the bottom and there's no way out, keep going. You got this. So, like, I'm going to give you the list of things that I see people do, okay? This doesn't mean it's the right way. It doesn't mean it's the wrong way. This is just what I see. This is my experience. This is what I've seen through coaching. And so, once you hear that a problem in your life is valid... And your concerns are valid. You can keep talking about them. That's because you may have trauma. You may have uh, issues around it. And, you know, it might be that you need to see a therapist. You can move on and you can bury them. And you can move on while talking about them. And I will tell you the one that I have targeted is the last one. I, I, I have moved on while talking about them to the people that I trust. So, like, once again, this is, this is like, my reminder. Like, Scott's... Uh, weekly reminder for you that like when you do have problems you want to share those with people that you trust 
not with people that you distrust. So the way that you tell is if you kind of have like, mm, I don't know if I want to talk to this person about this, that might be a sign of trust. Then like you may have somebody like, you know what, I really should share this with. That is a sign that you do trust that person or could trust that person. Here's the framework that I look at it as. What you intake in your life matters. So like I, I look at content as like it is food. I, I look at the things that I, I read, the things that I listen to, the people that I talk to, the people that I personally encourage, the people that I coach, the people that I mentor. That's intake. So when, when a client comes to me and they're like, Scott, I got a problem. Like that's not a negative thing. They're coming to me and they're saying I got help. So I don't mean it that way. I, I mean it like the people who are around me in my life really do matter. And I have come to the point where if somebody is a problem maker and, and has nothing but ill will towards me, I don't want them in my life anymore. I don't, I don't need them in my life. They're, they're not there to, to benefit me in any way. And I know this sounds mean and I, may, I know it may sound rude, but at the end of the day, we get to choose who we entertain in life and who we get to have around us. And so uh, I, I've, I have made it a point specifically over the last nine months. I've, I've done it occasionally, but like really over the last nine months that for the first 20 to 30 minutes in the morning, the only thing I listen to is motivational content. And I pick it up from all sorts of places. And like, you know, uh, I'm not a super huge religious person. If, if you're a religious person, fantastic. I don't have any problem with that. Okay. Nothing, nothing against religion. I think religion's an important framework for a lot of people. I think that there's a lot of benefit that comes from it. But I, I'll, I'll listen to preachers in the morning from different faiths and different religions. I'll listen to like um, Tony Robbins. I will listen to E.T., the hip hop preacher. Uh, I'll listen to Les Brown. I'll listen to Steve Harvey. Uh, I, I just like, like literally I go to YouTube and I just type in motivational content. And if it feels good and it rings true to me for that morning, I'll listen to it. If it's like in the first two or three minutes, I don't feel anything from it. I'm like, mm, this isn't, it just, it doesn't mean it's wrong forever. It just means it's wrong for today. And so like, I think about what Les Brown says. It's like, no, you have greatness in you. He's got that raspy voice and he's got a really cool giggle, right? I love listening to Les Brown. And then there's this coach. There's a coach and he doesn't necessarily have motivational content, but his name's Alex Charfin. And he has this saying that, like, if you're an entrepreneur, you're not alone. And I'm going to put salespeople into that group, too. So I want to share with you some personal issues that I had that may help you see. And like, hey, look, you know what? At some point, we all want to give up. But there, there's sunshine at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> it's so fitting right now. There's a good rainbow over Canada Point. That uh, there is a Hawaiian proverb that with no rain, there's no rainbow. And so, like, the problems are the things that you learn to live through. And at the end of the day, problems bring you wisdom. If you can live through a problem, you can have insight. You can have wisdom. Like some of the biggest struggles that I face personally uh, are around the way that people made fun of me, around a really bad breakup, uh, around sucking at sales. But they brought me to a point where I can understand things in a different manner. Like I think through a, a guy telling me one time, Scott, if I reject you, it's probably going to hurt your feelings. And I told him, I said, if you reject me, it means absolutely nothing. And I told him the story of my breakup. And then he ended up buying, which I thought was really funny. So I thought personally, if I talked to somebody, a professional, I was broken. That uh, if I shared them what my real problems were, what my real fears were, that I was a weak individual. 
And then I started saying, dude, I'm paying like 300 bucks for 45 minutes of therapy. This is, this is expensive. It's my job to unload and just leave my problems in this office. Right? So, uh, I, I learned this cool saying from Bob Beverly. He says, if your car breaks, you go to a mechanic. If you get a tooth hurt, you go to the dentist. If you, if your feelings are hurt, you go see a therapist. And like, I'm a huge believer in where focus goes, energy flows. And I think about that, that I can either multiply or compound my problems. And this is why professional therapy makes sense because I get to leave it with them and they get to give me insights and wisdom from the hundreds of people that they've talked to or the thousands of people that they, they talk to because sometimes you just got to get it off your chest. So I made a list of things for you that you can do when you keep going. And some of these things that I use, some of them I've seen other people use. One, you can ignore the problem, <laughs> but that tends to multiply over time and it doesn't really help you. Um, you can find things to keep going, but it doesn't really help. There's this thing called um, uh, the day one app that shows you like where you were at a year from uh, a year past. Um, you, you can go on this day one app and you can take pictures and you can upload them and you can say, hey, here's where I'm going to look back. You can play the goalpost game, as my dad referred to. It's like sm set small goals. Set small goals and celebrate all wins. Find what motivates you. So I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll give you my list. What motivates Scott? <laughs> uh, let's start with Hawaii. Uh, sitting on the beach recording podcasts. Like I use that as a victory. Like when I make a certain accomplishment, when I reach a certain goal, I go book tickets and I come out here to Oahu. I might go to Maui. I might go to Kauai. I might go to the Big Island. But, like, that's my trophy. My trophy for accomplishment is I go to the beach and I create content. I love creating content out here. I feel like I'm, I'm, more, I'm more imaginative. I feel like I've got more going on. Now, not everybody goes to Hawaii. I mean, for you, it could be Florida. It could, for you, it could be snowboarding. I, I just hate being cold. Um, you can keep your goals on a 3x5 index card and look at them. And that when you, when you cross them off, you make it a big deal. You celebrate all wins. You find people in your life that will support you in real life and maybe online. Um, you can look at people like the three-foot giant. I got a chance to hang out with Sean Stevenson before he passed. He was a really cool dude. If you Google three-foot giant, you'll, you'll, you'll find a picture of this guy that was in a wheelchair. And he had this talk about what's funny about this situation. What's funny about this situation? And, you know, he has a pretty cool story. It's not going to do me any good to relay it to you. Um, see if you can and Google it and find it online. And, like, for me... I have this saying that this isn't the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. Now, I've been through some very weird situations after being in as many households as I have and as talking to as many entrepreneurs as I have and, and, and seeing the things that I've seen in life because, like, I just, I have this belief of go with it. Let, let, <laughs> let life happen. And because of it, I've been in some pretty strange situations. So that this isn't the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me. And then last on this list is laughter fixes a ton of things. And it could be the great, greatest medicine for you. I'm not saying that, you know, my way has to be the highway. Or has to be, I'm sorry. It's not my way or the highway. Like, you have the ability to choose for what you do. Now, like, look, here, here's the thing. At the end of the day, you may decide that sales isn't for you. You may decide, hey, look, this was the thing that I needed to hear. Whatever you decide to do, keep going. Keep going. You know what? You do have value in you. You do have skills and talents. You are an important person. People do want to hear what you have to say. You may be getting beat up today, but today isn't the last day. There's always tomorrow. There's always the capability of keep going. There's always the, the capability of a reinvention. There's always the ability of, to reincarnate your process. You may just have to ask for help to get it. 
And sometimes it takes a little bit of humbleness to say, hey, I need help. And if you're talking to the right person, they're going to extend their hand. They're going to help you out. They're going to get you to where you need to be. Keep going. You got this. Thanks for checking out this episode of the How to Sell Show. You can join the party at howtosell.live to get the show notes, links, updates on new episodes, recordings of previous episodes, articles, as well as videos. You may not know this sales secret, but sharing this episode with a friend will bring you good luck. See you soon. Mahalo.